Welcome to the Following Jesus Together podcast. I'm Justin Elifros, and today I'm joined by Ryan Wester, one of our group's ministers. And for Hello. the first time on the podcast, we have Matt Chandler, which I'm excited about. Woo. Hey, for the record, it's my first time being invited. That's true. So, <laughs> that is also true. It's not That's like fair. you've been trying to get me on here, and I'm like, I'm too busy. I'm too no, busy for you, you guys. And I said, let's go. Couldn't track That's you right. down. That's right. Well, I mean, it's our hope to be able to sit down with you kind of as we think about major sermon series in the future and to try to connect what we're trying to accomplish as a whole church on a Sunday morning and through the sermon series, what the elders are leading us through and what the home group leaders are walking through throughout the week. Um, And so our next sermon series is the Beyond Sermon Series, and that'll start in February. And so, Matt... What is the Beyond Sermon Series, yeah. and why did you and the rest of the elders, like, why did you guys feel led to lead us in this direction? Yeah, well, first, let me, like, if you're listening to this, I, I want to just start by thanking you. Like, spiritual formation doesn't occur by spending an hour and 20 minutes on Sunday morning. It it happens throughout the week in real relationships, and real relationships are messy, and you guys are really kind of the front line for that. And so even as I'm thinking through like sermon series and how to kind of frame the truth of God's word in a way that's compelling and helpful it it really does like we if you're not there with the men and women like during the week working application moving mm-hmm. towards the lord yeah. working through the hard edges of what it means to be human then then the real work of formation wouldn't be happening here and because we see it happening here that I would I don't want to just jump in without just Letting you hear from me, thank you, and I understand the significance of what you're doing here. I don't, I don't know if you understand this. I hope you know the understand the significance <laughs> of it, but certainly you feel the weight of it. Yep. But thank you for that. So, you know, when I think about you know planning the year, if you will, and and preaching, I'm almost always looking to preach through a book of the Bible every year, and then the rest of that is spent. I mean, a book of the Bible could be 12 weeks, it could be 24 weeks, it could be eight weeks, it could be, what was Malachi, five weeks? Yeah, mm-hmm. five, six. Depending on the, you know, the flow of the book or, and then there are always these, they're topical, exegetical topical series. And the Beyond series is one of those, but the Beyond series is, it, it's running alongside our first, well, not our first, but a major giving campaign mm-hmm for the retrofitting of the the corner here. And so beyond it, we we named it beyond because in the in our 2030 vision we say in there that we want to be a place that lives beyond ourselves. Yeah. We don't want to be just about us, we want to be thinking about the big K kingdom, not the little TBC kingdom. And and so we 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 want to we want to talk about that even as we're building on this corner to make room for people who have been turned away for 20 years or have not been able to get their kids in or not. Like we think this is this project that we're doing is like it's going to help us be a church in a local community. And you know, I don't I know some of you've been here for a long time. Some of you you're you're newer, but when we first built this place, 14 years ago, we had five campuses and and we weren't really thinking local church. We mm-hmm. were thinking in all honesty, like this was kind of a broadcast suite. Mm-hmm. And I think you can feel that when you pull into the parking lot, when you see how small the lobby is compared to the size of the sanctuary, you can feel the get out of here. You know, there, there's not a lot of space to linger. There's not a lot, but we want to solve all that. And so beyond is just kind of a biblical theology of 
like who we are, the story we're in, and and then I, I want to kind of, especially in week two, talk about like where are we right now in mm. that story? Like what like what's significant and meaningful right now in this moment of history that God's put us in? And, and then how do we live faithfully into that, making disciples that make disciples and surrender all the more into the mission that God's given to us in Christ? And so that's the Beyond campaign. It's coming alongside this giving campaign. But really what it is, is it's a shift in, like, here's another season of the village, like Multiply was a season or before that. I mean, we've had multiple kind of, it's a chapter. And we think this next chapter is a real significant one for the next 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years at the Village Church. Well, and I think the season is very helpful because I remember as we were thinking about Beyond and thinking about kind of this new building campaign, like there have been building campaigns in the past for the village and somebody else before I was even here, before I was sitting, you know, here on staff here, that somebody else actually held space for me before yeah. I even knew that the Lord was going to use TVC in my life yeah. to be a part of that. And so in a lot of ways, and I've heard you say this in other spaces where it's like, this is just our turn mm-hmm. to create space for yet somebody else down the road yeah. because it is a chapter and that chapter closed previously. And now this chapter is open and we're stepping into this chapter together. That's yeah. The, the, I mean, the reality is that there's this group of, and I try to, I will honor them yeah. until yeah. they're all home, Yeah. but there's a small group of men and women that are still here mm-hmm. that thought that this Highland Village First Baptist Church wasn't going to make it. Right. That thought that that it was too broken, too many people had left, there there wasn't enough life, and literally wet the carpet with their tears, asking yeah. God to do a significant work here. Well, man, I'm if you're listening to this and God's done a significant work in your life, like how to understand that rightly in in the unseen realm, in the spiritual places. Mm is that God heard the prayers and the sacrifices of the saints before us. And that led to us having a powerful encounter with the gospel. And, and it is our turn. It's our turn to be faithful. It's our turn to hold the line on orthodoxy. It's our turn to share the good news. And, and it's our turn to create a space by his grace that people can encounter him. Yeah. What would you say to the person that when, when they hear building campaign or building project, all they hear is... Oh, so you're just going to be asking us for money. money. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because I know beyond is more than just money. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about money. We're talking about gifts and talents. We're talking about way more than time. Right. So what would you say to that person, knowing that, you know, for some of our home group leaders, they're going to be helping their yeah. group members get process this? Yeah. Well, I have found that usually when someone has that kind of visceral reaction to something like this, there's a there's a story to be heard. That's right. Yep. And so, man, I, I would always encourage you, if, if I see a emotional response or response that doesn't make sense to me, it is almost always founded in some experience that went bad or some experience that was misunderstood. And so I think the best thing we can ever do for people who that kind of becomes their knee-jerk reaction is to listen to that story. And then, man, I I always want to point out, I I think the Village Church is... I think I understand that you can say that in some places. We have not, you know, the whole church growth rules. Yeah. We violate all of them all the time. Right. Like the the eighty percent rule. Like we're we're like at one hundred and twenty percent. We're not at eighty uh, percent. I mean, we don't like build it and they'll come. We've got, you know, a two decades worth of turning away to point two. 
and we think honestly that this project solves that. It helps us reach more people. And and it's an expensive project, but it's not outlandish, I don't think. And so I would I would just hear the story of the person. And then I think you can point to things. I think TBC is very transparent in our finances. You can go look at audited statements online. We don't hide money. People mm-hmm. don't disappear around here. We we don't spend lavishly. I mean, you just look around at the church you're in. You're in a grocery store, and we could have on multiple occasions bought land and built the monster, and we haven't done that. Yeah. We we haven't been like ever building buildings. We've rarely done this. And for the record, we're not actually we're actually just retrofitting where well, we, we are. Have. Mm-hmm. That's right. So. Even things like, gosh, we have not updated the sanctuary or this building on the technology front or anywhere else in 14 years. Yeah. Can you remember the – well, you, you two probably can't, but I remember <laughs> when my computer was like 14 years ago. It was a lot different than this MacBook Pro sure. that's in front hey, of me. Yeah, I know what my right. computer was for. Do you? Ryan, what was it like? Do you have a Tandy? No. <laughs> not, that old, not that far back? Was the no, iPhone no. around? Yeah, it was. The iPhone came out like 20 years ago, right? Barely. No. Barely, no, no, yeah. No, no, no. barely. No, uh, I, Audrey we just, was like we just looked this up. It was 2007. 2007, yep. yeah. My husband okay. and I just looked this up like two days ago. Okay, there you go. So not even 20 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. two years after the iPhone came out, yeah, we moved into we this. <laughs> is when we moved into this building. <laughs> and we haven't like updated the sound system sure. since then. We patched it where we needed to patch it, but we're not lavish yeah. in our expenses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Perspective so, helps a ton on those things. Yeah. And I think to your point, I, I totally agree. In my experience, it's there's a there's something back there for somebody to have a such story. a strong reaction yeah. to be able to listen, to be able to process with them. And then I would say encourage them to go have the right conversations with the right people at the church to be able to ask if there is a specific question. They're like, I, I get what you're saying. You're right. It is part of my past, but I do have this question. It's like, great. Go have that mm-hmm. conversation. I, Absolutely. I think part of it, because we're such a large church, but I think part of it is just where Christianity is in America or just where we are as Americans is that we just make assumptions a heck of a lot yeah. more than we're willing to actually well, go out Everybody fills in the gaps exactly. negatively, yes. right? Yes. There's a lot. There's not a lot of charity anymore yeah. or grace. but Or curiosity. Yeah. yeah. So, But I, I would just say, man, any questions you have, we're going to have all sorts of meetings with members, larger meetings, smaller meetings, mid-sized meetings, and we would... There's not a question that, yeah. that we're taking off the table. So if you've got a question, ask it. Yeah. Even if it even if it feels a little hostile to you, I would say just ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. And like you look in the scriptures, and we've said this a thousand times, and so has a lot of other people. Like Jesus talks more about money than anything else. And that's because it has such a formative aspect mm-hmm. to us. All right. The strings are attached, man. Oh, and it's so, a spiritual money is a spiritual thing. Yeah. It is not indifferent. Yeah. And and this is why Jesus ties your heart to it. Like that's where right. where you where your treasure is, that's where, where your, your heart, heart actually yeah. is. Yeah. And so the the best way to kind of get to know your own heart is just how, what kind of death grip you have on that aspect of your life, how generous yeah. you are versus not generous. Yeah, that's good. So as we think about like the home group ministry, we are going to encourage them to track with the sermon series. And to be clear, like, yes, the sermon series beyond is tied to or running alongside the building campaign, but it's not just about the no, building no, no. campaign. It's about it's our future way together. More, that's right. Our yeah. future together. And again, yes, money, but also your gifts and your talents. That's right. And also the time that you spend and how are you stewarding all of life for all of life. And so, but as a home group ministry, we're going to encourage them to, to kind of track with the sermon series. And so as you think about the home group leaders in particular, what are ways that that you feel like they can partner with you? What direction would you give for them? And we're going to have resources and things yeah. that we're going to come out with alongside of, but how would you encourage them? 
Well, I think what you guys provide for the church that's really invaluable is an on-the-ground personal connection with the men and women of the Village Church who are, like, as best we can tell, they're in. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not just attending on Sundays. They've taken some significant steps to try to belong here, which means you're you're ministering to the people that don't go here per se, but they belong here. And so as much as you can answer questions and encourage them and create space to pray about these things. Uh, I mean, really where I'm trying to push in this series is the the thing that I push all the time. What does it look like to be fully surrendered, wholehearted, all-in believers of Christ for the glory of Jesus now, but also for the glory of Jesus 20 years from now? Mm-hmm. Do, and that's all in his hands. So all we know to do is to be obedient today. And so I think where you can faithfully continue to encourage the men and women. And I know how hard it is. I know so many of you want the group to go deeper and are finding that to be so difficult. But but as much as you can pray about these things that we're talking about, like if I'm just thinking about the outline, you know, week one, we'll talk about these three different stories that we're all living. We're living our personal stories. Then you got the story of the church that we're in, but then you got the story mm-hmm. uh, of the kingdom. Like it's one thing to discuss that, but I'm wondering what it might be like that night to pray into some of those mm-hmm. things yeah. and create space for some prayerfulness around which story am I actually living in? Which story am I actually trusting fully in? And create space to have, or when we talk about our current moment, which is week two, and I'm I'm going for it, man. We're going to talk about the cultural, political, evangelical mess mm-hmm. that Let's we're go. in. And like, what a moment for you and I to be faithful. And then all the more, talk that, that week about, you know what? Which of these ideologies are we prone to as individuals and and maybe collectively in this part of the country are we prone to give ourselves over to that actually is a false savior? It's not a true savior. And then week three, when we talk about what faithfulness looks like, it's just like to to get on the ground with the men and women in your group and go, what are little acts of faithfulness that start for you this week? And then pray for each other and hold one another accountable. And, And then as we talk about for us and for them, which is week four, where we're going to enjoy the benefits of the things that we do in this building. So they're for us, like we're going to enjoy them, but it's also for them, all the more as we aim younger at the next generation. What would it look like for us to be reminded that we have been recipients and it's our turn to leave a legacy for what's behind us? And then week five is just all in. I just literally called the sermon all in. (laughs) What does it look like? Like, what are you hanging on? What else needs to be laid down mm. for you to be full surrendered wholehearted and and you know that all in questions I, I think one that kind of follows us around each day of our mm-hmm. lives but but to market as a church to go okay let in this season as best we know how with where we are in our process of sanctification we're saying yes to it all we're we're laying our yes down we're burning um, the ships that's right burn the ships that's great so so that's i think those are ways yeah. I, I think where you can make group personal and experiential rather than you know information transaction that's, right. that's, yeah. that's it's good. always better yeah. it's always better to to be prayerful with one another and and let the content be the content but but to create spaces where people can talk and receive and give yeah. and I, I think are, is really powerful yeah no that's really good you know we, one of the things we talk about is you know as a value of a home group ministry is practice what's preached mm-hmm. and yeah. so for you for the home group leader to be able to create that space and to be able to say, hey, it's one thing for, you know, Matt or Mason or whoever else is going to be teaching to 
to ask a general question. It's a different thing for a home group leader or a home group member to say, hey, you remember when we were talking last week about yeah. whatever that mm-hmm. is? Hey, do you think that that actually plays into that thing? Yeah. You know, that thing that Matt said or that thing that Mason said, like that actually plays into this right here. And so, man, I would love to pray for you around that. Yeah. Like that's just a different experience than just I general. Like you guys will be such better surgeons yeah. than than I can. Well, one, because I'm, I'm speaking broadly. Yeah. You 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 it's probably aren't speaking broadly. Yeah. You're speaking specifically to that man, to that woman, to yeah. that marriage, to yeah. that issue with kids, to that issue with the soul, to that compulsion. Where I'm doing it broadly because the text tells me that humans do this. You're speaking very specifically into the lives of people, and I there's a power there that that I I just think you should be aware of and at every opportunity take advantage of. Yeah, that's good. Part of what I was going to ask you, I think that we've already answered it, but you know, the reason why we started this podcast was to create opportunities for our home group leaders to not only hear for, from you and others and, and us as a team, but then to be able to share it with the group member where it's easily accessible, yeah. easily shareable for the group member when it's appropriate. And to me, this is one of those that's, that's appropriate. Like, hey, this is sure. where we're going. This is what we're doing. And so is there any direction that you would give? Like, how do we, under the authority of our elders, under the authority of the Lord, how do we prepare ourselves for this type of sermon series as we come? Because I think that there there's a unique opportunity for those who are already in community with yeah. one another to almost like consecrate yourself yeah. and prepare mm-hmm. yourself to be able to hear from the word of the Lord. And so what are some direction or thoughts you have there? Yeah, well, probably the, my thoughts are probably bigger than this Just sermon, this sermon series, series, right? right yeah. But there, there is a, if you want to get the most out of, whether it be a Sunday morning or a series or a gathering, I, I think there are things in, in regards to prayerful consideration and the preparation of heart and the types of prayers that you pray heading into that will completely change your experience. Like to, if you know the the if you know the text that that I'm going to be preaching, which you will, it's in yep. the book. Yeah. Then to read those texts that week. Yeah. To ask the Holy Spirit to to show you in that text to to confront you in those texts to grow you in that to encourage you in those texts and then to prayerfully be asking the spirit to meet you when we gather yeah. to, I mean, this isn't going to sound overly spiritual, but it's true. Like maybe going to bed earlier on Saturday. Yeah. So you're not absolutely exhausted coming in Sunday or yeah. go on Saturday and if it's possible and then there you go. Yeah. But then I would spend a couple of hours before stilling the heart, preparing yourself to hear the word. Those are things I think that lay across. I think anyone who would do that before they came to a gathering. Yeah would be shocked at what they've been missing in the gathering by not doing that. That's good. Ryan, anything you'd add to that? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I remember the first time somebody kind of gave me permission to pause during yeah. a gathering, like, because especially when I was a new mom, was trying to drop off several kids that didn't want to go to their classes. By the time <laughs> I got to sit down, even if I'd spent an hour that morning, yeah. I'm a different chaos, person an sure. hour into chaos. So the first time somebody just spoke to me, like, hey, even though everybody else is standing and singing right now, you can just pause and receive that for a moment. Absolutely. So just even if that if that's you, if you didn't get to spend two hours and now you're finding yourself walking in, just take that moment. Take that moment to ask the Lord to still your heart, to actually be able to receive. And then sometimes some of the sweetest things you can do is just listen to the saints around you singing that and just sweet. have your heart encouraged before you actually start trying to engage. Otherwise, you're going to probably be flustered yeah. and distracted. 
So just, yeah, allowing yourself some grace in that and actually asking the Lord to work, whether you get the two hours or if it's just like, hey, this is where I am today, Lord, yeah. what are you going to do with it? For Great. sure. Yeah, I am. I'm increasingly becoming more passionate about us preparing ourselves yes, to be able to absolutely. hear from the word of the Lord as mm-hmm. we gather together. You know, Paul talks about how we all have a song. We all have a word. Like we mm-hmm. all come with gifts to the gathering. It's Christmas morning. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so there's an opportunity for us to to do that. And I think to your point, Matt, we lose out on a lot when we don't create space for us to actually when we don't view ourselves as as a part of what's happening and we just view ourselves as consumers, yeah. we, we're the ones that actually miss out. And the people to our right and left are actually the ones that miss out. That's all of us coming together to gather together, to hear from the word of the Lord, to participate in, in worship through song, mm-hmm. the taking of the communion and baptisms and all the good gifts that God has given yeah. to our community at TVC and obviously the the church at large. But there there is a responsibility of us to enter into that space. And and be prepared. Yeah, Absolutely. and so even since you're mainly group leaders listening, I mean, can you imagine what group would be like yeah, if right. the yeah. group members yeah. mm-hmm. approached group that way? Yeah, they were prayerful about it. They were expectant concerning it. They were, and they came into group expectant for the Lord to move, having read and thought and considered, and and they were eager. Yeah. Expectant's the right word. Yeah, they were expectant that God was going to do something when you guys gathered in that living room like mm-hmm. that. That desire expectancy changes everything, and and it is cultivated. It's not it's not just normal. It's cultivated. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Well, obviously, this is the big sermon series that's coming, and we're excited about it. You know, part of what we're going to be providing as a church is a, the booklet that's going to be filled with stories and kind of where we've come from. I've gotten a chance to look at that, what God has done here at TVC throughout the years, where we're going, and including then. In, and there are the sermon series questions, the family discipleship resources, and and I believe that booklet is going to be handed out at the yes. weekend services on February third and fourth. So you can be receiving that. I don't know if it's one per family, one per person, or whatever it might be, but you'll be able to have a chance to get your hands on that. And then there's going to be a landing page with video resources and some of the things from the book and stories on there as well. And so for you, Hunger Bleeder, you'll have all the resources that you need to continue to walk this out. And even your group members will also be ha- mm-hmm. having the same resources available there. Well, as we kind of close things down, any final thoughts or, or things as we think about the sermon series or anything else that we feel we need to communicate here? No, I, I mean, I said it up top. Yeah. I just so appreciate the way that you pray, the way you sacrifice, the way you lead. I just don't want you to ever think it's lost on me how key I think you are to the spiritual formation of the men and women of the Village Church. And and in so doing, this was what, I mean, I guess it's great and awful about leadership. You also, as you lead, are being formed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just wouldn't forget that in those difficult people or those hard situations, part of what's happening there is you are being formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a joy for me to know you're leading and to know that in your leading, the Lord's sanctifying and growing your leadership and his call on your life. That's good. Matt, we super appreciate yes, you in all you. the different ways, both seen and unseen, that you fill in the gap for for us. And I think that I would be speaking for everybody, all of our group leaders and everybody at our church and just the way that the Lord has used you in powerful ways throughout the last 20 years and, and beyond. And so we're just grateful for you. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, thank beyond. You. And we, we do the thing, but beyond. Uh, we love you a lot. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, you so guys. much for joining us for this episode. And we're really looking forward to what God will do through this sermon series. We'll see you next time.